0: because i was born to try i still can't believe you've got a photo with Delta woodrum <laughs> oh why what like that it's I, actually unreal That i got a
1: photo with her that i put it up
0: yeah and that you interrupted her while she was eating an apple you know
1: like so she was at an event that everyone interrupted her for it wasn't just me
0: yeah but i feel like you would have gone out of your way well
1: if everyone's lining up it'd be rude not to I was born to try. Delta.
2: Content Catch-Up.
1: Hello, friends. Hello, family. This is the Content Catch-Up. No, it is the Content Catch-Up, and it's good to be back another week.
0: That was um big, big brother vibes there for you. Did you like it? Michael, please enter the diary room.
1: Welcome to my cupboard. How are you, Julian? Wow. Yeah, I'm good, Barks. How are you? Yeah, great, great, great to see you last night club function.
0: Yeah. you had a bit of a boogie.
1: Yeah, fucking hell, way to ruin the night, people. And like, if well, I boogied. To this, Minty, Mans, Darcy, Bestia, stop dancing.
0: No, Never stop dancing. Away. It was uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going well. How are you, is everything all right with you? Everything's great. <laughs> Go with me except because of the club
1: function you may have noticed listeners no might.
0: No, no 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 we're not jumping into that yet oh, okay don't, don't worry we're, we're, uh, we're gonna cover that off
1: what we are jumping into though we'll, we'll go straight to it we'll cut the chit chat between me and you because the listeners are probably sick of it let's go to someone that matters ethan is his name now ethan is from he works at triple m mainly um well mick law show and the rush hour digital creative lead for them and we decided to get him on, didn't we, Jules?
0: Yes. In what could could have possibly just been the most underwhelming introduction to one of our guests? You want, do you want to do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I want to guy. keep that.
1: <laughs> it's oh, <laughs> gonna give him like a wrestling intro.
0: Winging at. I don't want All right, to let's cut to the chat. Um, yeah. You'll enjoy anyway, it, listeners. We, we
1: certainly
0: Ethan.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to
1: episode twelve of the Content Catch Up. My good friend Jules is here as always, but even better today we're joined by Ethan Meldrum, the digital creative lead from Triple M. How are you going, Ethan? Oh,
2: good. How are you? I don't know if my presence makes it even better, but I'll try my best.
1: <laughs> it's anything is better if I'm. It's not just me. Yeah. <laughs> so thank
0: you. We'll see how it works out. The listeners are actually just writing in, being like, "Can you just get anyone on the show so it's not just you two idiots talking to each other?"
1: Well, what's going on? How's how's twenty one twenty twenty one treating you? Well, apparently
2: my internet connection is unstable, despite the fact I'm in an office. So probably not that great at the moment. It's it's been good. I mean, last year last year was a challenge for all of us. Obviously, you know, everything was sort of thrown up in the air and flipped on its head. But you know, it's it's nice like being back in the office until like this very moment and. You know, just getting a little bit more hands-on, which I suppose none of us were really able to well, – very few of us were able to do last year. So, I'm enjoying it. It's good.
0: I, I've, actually, before we jump into that, that's kind of an interesting question. How did the radio world work like during lockdown? Were people still able to come in and record or did you have to kind of like send everything home to everyone?
2: Uh, we were down to a very – narrow list of essential staff. So you're on air, people could come in, um, yep. some producers could come in, but anyone outside of that. So digital people, uh, promotion, sales, marketing, all that just had to go home. So
1: oh,
0: that's, no that's crazy to think, because it's like, I imagine it'd be such a collaborative space where you kind of like, it's good to see what's happening as it's happening. So you can jump on and be like, oh, cool, this will be a good bit of content or this will go yeah. well there
2: absolutely yeah and that's that was probably the most difficult thing about last year is i didn't have that so you know it was hard to sort of come up with those real impulsive sort of ideas that you just couldn't otherwise
0: oh well we're we're on the other side of it now hopefully unless some more western australians come over to to victoria (laughs) or some shit like so so just stay there um we've got we We do a little intro for all of our guests here on the the content catch up, Ethan. So we call it the one minute brief and we're going to jump into it. And we're going to find out a little bit more about you. Welcome to the one minute brief. Your time starts now. So first off, first off the knock, uh, nickname. We're not going to do nicknames in a minute because I've got too many. Um, (laughs) (laughs) favorite nickname. Um,
2: Eath's the general one because it's the the easiest, but it's it's spiraled out of control because um, I'm not going to do this in under a minute, but I did a podcast with Tom Brown three years ago and he heard that my name was Heath, but he misheard it. And we walked into the office the next morning and was like, oh yeah, Heath did a great job. Heath was brilliant. <laughs> Heath was fantastic. You know, Heath and I did a great podcast together and I was like, well, shit which is turning to <laughs> it's turning to heat it's turning to nathan peter it's fuck it's just out it's of control everything. so i'll copy is probably the way to go okay what's your least
1: favorite actually is that your least favorite probably i'm your tom
2: yeah
0: it was <laughs> no good what's um for everyone out there what's officially is your job title so i'm the
2: digital content lead for creative and shows at Triple M, um, which means I work mostly with uh, Rush Hour, with JB and Billy and Malloy, um, doing digital stuff for them. And I
0: do some uh, snaps for footy as well on weekends. Man, with a bit of everything under his belt, what's your favourite bit of content that you've worked on? Um, the most fun one would be the um, the first Shooting Stars one I
2: ever did. The um, the Virat Kohli one was like four years ago, which got us. A- you love your shooting stars, Judge from Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's spiraling yeah. out of control. I it goes off every time. It it's does. Fun. I think I'm I think I'm being too far deep at the moment. But that was <laughs> the first one I did properly, and I remember feeling really bad for doing it on company hours. But yeah, it went nuts,
0: <laughs> so I was really proud of it. Do you think that uh, meme is ever going to die? I, I feel like it, it, it I won't let it. spread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> if Ethan's got anything, or he's got anything to do it's, with it, it's, it's never going
0: to die. I feel yeah. like, yeah, sometimes it, I feel like it's gone and then all of a sudden it'll pop up again with something else. I'm like, thank God this is back in my life again because I, I didn't realize I needed it. <laughs> Just one go. Um, it's all it <laughs> <laughs> What is your best non-work skill? Um, I don't know because I've kind of spiraled
2: any rare talent I have into work. Um, probably getting my probably getting my social media accounts banned i've had two go down um here we last go few years. Um, but, but what again, have you they, been doing they, one was a shooting stars meme so you know it's <laughs> oh, you know it's, it's a double-edged sword um because you know indian cricket twitter you know sort of piled into it and you know star sports were like no we own this you can't publish this um <laughs> And another one was, I think I did something similar on Facebook and I got a warning on one of the Triple M accounts and my personal one. So 10 years worth of Facebook got banned. Oh, shit! Um, so that's probably it. Jesus.
0: I don't think oh, anyone dear. else can
2: really lay claim to that.
0: <laughs> Someone,
1: that's hilarious that you, that you put that down as your favorite non words. <laughs> In hindsight, it's it is. You're a pretty skillful guy.
0: At, at, at the time, it was, yeah, it was no good. I recommend it if you're going to get your social media accounts banned let's do it for a shooting star meme
2: yeah let's go ahead and blow right, right. <laughs>
0: yeah fun way
1: <laughs> um let's con- let's continue on that path about things you love i assume your your job is one of them but talk to us about i said we haven't really talked to anyone from the radio space but give us give us a bit of insight of i guess how you landed in radio um you said you work quite closely with jb and billy and all that what's that like or, like what's what's day-to-day life for you
2: um it's fun. Every day's every day's different because I, I mean, I've kind of positioned myself closer to the radio show just to sort of help with the, the digital side of things. And you know, every show is different. Every every breaks different, and you know how I how I reflect that's always different as well. So it's really good, and I mean, it, it changes all the time. Like five years ago, I joined here with you know midway through a journalism degree, as you know, because we were doing publishing and stuff like that. So it's it's transition a lot over over the way you know i've worked on a lot of different projects and yeah it's always keeping me guessing that's for sure
0: when you say you um you transitioned from like a journalism degree is that do you think that helped you jump get into this role or do you think it was like something you look back and you're like fuck if i had my time again i probably wouldn't have done journalism
2: (laughs) no i I wouldn't have done that at all but it wasn't that um wasn't that i changed my role was that my (laughs) you know, our roles as a digital team sort of changed yeah. and we were like, you know, publishing's great, but here's this, you know, here's this radio brand we got to look after, here's all these podcasts we got to look after. And that sort of became the the priority. So, you know, we sort of moved, not moved out of the publishing space because we still do it to an extent, but you know, our, our list of things that, you know, we had to do day to day, you know, things moved, chopped and changed between them.
0: Yeah. I guess that's that's a good kind of like um, point though, because I, I imagine radio was quite like a traditional space at one time, like in terms of how they looked at their their shows and and what they did with them. How, how do you how was that transition from going? All right, we've got all these great on air stuff, but how do we push this into a, a digital world now?
2: Um, it wasn't too bad, and I suppose the great thing is that you know everyone's on board. There's no one there's no one in the company that's anti-digital i suppose so you know you know getting the getting the guys to you know wrap their head around podcast figures or whatever like that like that's that's not a challenge for me and, you know showing them things that have worked really well so you know everyone everyone gets it no one's no one's sort of anti-change in that respect so you know it makes our worlds a lot a lot better for that
0: is it do you kind of like separate your audiences a little bit and go okay we we know we've got your for example, you're 45 plus year old men that are only going to listen on radio. And then we've got this whole other audience online that just want like short snippets from the show and or like little bits of memes and stuff like that. Is does do you take that into account when you're producing your content?
2: Yeah, digital skews younger a bit. So, I mean, you know, obviously at Triple M, we target, you know, sort of like you know, 20, 20, 30, 40, 50 year old men, whatever it may be. And then, you know, it doesn't take much to, you know, scan the insights and notice that digital is a lot younger than that. So you can be a little bit more, you know, you can be a little bit bit more outward and a little bit newer with your language and chuck some emojis in there and stuff like that, (laughs) stuff that, you know, might appeal to, you know, people like us, for example, stuff that's more, you know, eye-catching to consume in that respect. So, you know, it's always something you've got to take into account. You've always got to think about, okay, what's what's my audience want? Who is that audience? And, you know, what exactly are they looking for it? this point in time
0: i love how um every everyone's response and even in mine like to making something feel younger it's like just whacking an emoji on the end of it like, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah my, it's,
2: it's my it's my go-to with rush hour is you know how can i make this funnier laugh emoji done The <laughs> so i really gotta i really gotta think
0: more harder about this it's really terrible when you Does like open be- up your keyboard shortcut to bring up the emoji and it, the first one that pops up is like laugh and you have to think back and be like, <laughs> how many times have I used this recently? Like, do I use it again? Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck it. We're going again. It's funny. Yeah, yeah it'll be fine.
2: <laughs> I'm going to use the other one this time. I'm going to change it up. It, you know, keep people really I I've guessing. segment. I think we've had a whole segment of
1: emojis that have pissed us off in the past. That... that that flames one that Ben Simmons used. Kyle Starr,
2: oh, the
0: favorite. like the one where he just snorts out hot air. Like, oh, yeah. no, nah, come on, Ben. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was. Um, um, it was sorry. It was it was sort of a, it was nigh. when um, when fake footy rolled around last year and everything was oh, filled with emojis, and you're like, man, I know this isn't me, but it, it feels like me. me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. it's not far off being me. So you know, you got to be aware that- of these things, don't you?
0: That is a fucking fantastic account, by the way. Like, I've got two favorite, like, real Twitter accounts at the moment that are non like sport, but not in sport, and it's that one and Tom Brown Translator. (laughs) I I I can't get enough of either of those.
1: Are those type of things, Ethan, hard to sort of convince or like get across? Like some of your ideas that are for the younger generation are those sort of, or even like your memes are those sort of things hard to get across to say like your older like JB and Billy? Like, (laughs) do
2: they get? everything you do no nah, not always but they don't they don't have to like you know yeah we're pretty open about it and we've got a you know we've got the leash to be creative with these sort of things again like the like the greenfield posting a few years ago like i was you know i, I left because i worked alongside rudy edson at that point i worked like he was doing like three games worth of digital stuff while I was doing this silly meme, but you know, we, we had the license <laughs> and the flexibility to do that. Like if you, if you feel like it's worth pursuing, then you're welcome to go for it. It feels like we have that sort of, you know, leash, which is great. So
1: it's, it's not, it's not so much that they have to understand what you're doing. It's more see what they do on air and then you can turn it into say a meme afterwards.
2: Yeah. And you know, you can sort of, well, I, I did one the other day, like turning, turning Billy's sayings into inspirational quotes. Like that's a, that's a TikTok idea, which, you know, if Mm -hmm. I'd thrown that idea at them before I did it, I don't think they would have known what I'm talking about because it's not their demographic or nor anyone else in the building to be fair, but
0: (laughs) you know,
2: just having the, having the leash to be able to do these things, you know, we've, we've got that. It's great.
0: (laughs) Has there ever been like a time where they've, you've just gone off and done something that um, and they've come around being like, Hey, actually, what no. He like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can think of serious ones, but not fun ones. I think the fun ones,
2: you you know, they're just sort of like, they're so weird that they go over everyone's heads. And, you know, the real <laughs> dank ones I run on my account. So I think I'm pretty safe there. Like I, I normally, I, I sort of toe a line at least whenever I do something like that on the
0: rare occasion for work. But yeah, nothing jumps to mind. I'll try and think of one. Yeah, but well, that, that—that's probably a good thing if nothing jumps to mind. Like <laughs> you're, you're probably doing a good job then. We'll see how we go. Nothing yet, I guess. Like on that, you, you probably get to meet some really cool people along the way. Um, apart from working with JB and, and Mick Malloy um, you, it looks like I think Barks has let me know that you might have met uh someone from Parks and Recreation. A little bit of a, a Ron Nick Ron Swanson. Swanson.
2: do know his, uh, <laughs> I don't know his name. Oh, Nick Offerman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Wait surreal. I, I only really got a photo with him, like, you know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm a Parks and <laughs> Rec Nuffy. So, oh. you know, as soon, as soon as he came in, like, you know, I was uh, deliberately, because I had to do something anyway. I, I sat around the airlock for, you know, the 20, 25 minutes, and then he was on his way out, and, you know, a couple of people got their photos, and I was like,
0: yeah, it'd be rude. He got to do it. Yeah. What are some of the, your, your favorite moments in terms of um, people you've worked with and, and experiences where you maybe like turn around and you, you pinch yourself and you're like, fuck, I can't believe like this is my job and I get to like hang out with these people and produce content with them?
2: Um, oh, good question. Um, it's it's happened a bit with footy this year. Like you look around you're like, oh, I'm not qualified to be here in, in the same, <laughs> it's just in the same room as these people, you know, you know what, what are my credentials? Um the fun moments come off air when everyone's just sort of, you know, dicking around, I think it's, you know, everything's everything's stripped back a little bit, you know, it's not these it's not these people you're used to seeing on TV or whatever, you know, you, it's, they're the fun bits, you know, yeah. the real impulsive out of nowhere bits
0: that's that's actually like really true because i mean from our experience like just speaking more recently we mentioned we had a a club function last night and you you kind of do sometimes pinch yourself and you're like "Well, it's so great that we can be like in this world and have them realize like we're not always the enemy in terms of like producing content like we're friends in and out. Like we're real people as well. Like we're not just yeah, always around shoving a phone in your face. Like, um,
2: <laughs> which happens a lot, but you know, yeah. and you guys went up to, did you go up to the hub last year as well for, yeah. For yeah. 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 We, so yeah. A, again, you know, you live around these people, you know, it's probably, it's probably even more amplified for, for you guys because, you know, you, people can come into a radio show and leave, but you know, you, <laughs> If you guys that you know sort of sat around them and you got to exist around them you know you really get an idea of who these people are and you know that's that's great which is yeah. also i think it's so important
1: with sorry jules just the relationship between us and them not only for what we produce but um just i think i think a lot of the best ideas come from purely from sort of your relationship with them like you might not ask him to do something but they might do something around you because they're more comfortable with you
2: yeah exactly and i I found that you know digitally my work personally has felt a lot better and you know of a higher standard because i've you know had a i have a better relationship with the shows that i work on than i did two three years ago and again probably five years ago when i started so it goes a long way just you know making sure that the people you work with are you know, on board with everything and, you know, you're all on the same page and want to achieve the same goals. So it's
0: crucial. Yeah. You've been in it for five years now. When you first walked in, were you kind of like nervous about forming relationships with these people or did you kind of have to, or did you go on the front foot and you were like, no, actually, if I'm really confident in myself, everyone's going to trust me and just take my word and we can go from there.
2: I was yeah, I was kind of fucking terrified to be honest. because yeah, I, I was cause I was twenty at that point, and again, like you know, I, I had a little bit of experience, but nothing of that significance. And you know, just walking into a building and you know, just seeing everything that was going on, and you know, just walking past the studios and just you know, it was a real eye opener. And you know, it was not something I'd ever done before. So yeah, I mean, it got took me a while to get sort of really comfortable with it, I suppose, particularly because mm. I was working Friday, Saturday, Sunday to start off with. So, you know, you, you come in, you know, it's all blaze of glory and bright lights. And then, you know, you work in a three to 11 shift on a Friday night and you're like, oh damn, no one's here. This is just me <laughs> yeah. just you know, <laughs> yeah. posting stuff to Facebook. So yeah, it, it was a little bit, you know, it took me it took me a little bit you know a, a few months certainly to sort of hit my stride i felt but you know, yeah
0: i think that's um like one of the realities of digital is like sometimes it seems so glamorous and and a lot of what we do is fun like no taken away you get to meet some really cool people you get to work with some really cool people but there's also the other side of it that some people don't see where it's like yeah i'm i'm working every friday, friday saturday sunday until <laughs> like 12 like. That oh, that's that's nuts. part of it. Yeah. That's that's the that's the the kicker of like getting to know all these cool people is that you got to work your ass off.
2: Yeah, correct. And like particularly yeah for you two especially, but for for me as well when I started out because it was all footy. Is you're working game days and they're so long and there's so yeah. much happening. It's exhausting. Like, you know, I don't know how many hours. You know, you've got to do what you have got to do before the game starts, but there's so much that happens afterwards. It, yeah. it just drags and drags particularly when you've got a late game and it's a good game there's a lot of stories coming out of it you know it's you know someone's got to pull all that together so it's <laughs> exactly it's a slog
0: and especially with like yeah. digital getting even more and more like in your face like there's so many different platforms now that you have to think of like i can diversify your content for so many different audiences like it, it's getting it's, it's not like one person can't do it anymore. It's gotta be like <laughs> no. nearly like 50 people doing it. And every platform's different as well. Like I, you know,
2: Billy, Billy will tell a joke and I'll export four different versions of a video for that, just to, just to compensate for everything. Yeah. Whereas, you know, two, three years ago, I, I wouldn't have done that. You know, it'd be, it'd be one and done and we just post that same thing everywhere, but now everything's sort of curated, particularly for every single platform. So, you know, it's. it's it's a lot of work, Yeah, you know, it's it is yeah. rewarding. So I, I can't complain
1: too much. <laughs> yeah. I suppose in those moments, you've got to try to appreciate and uh, remember what you actually get to do for living there. Like in that moment, I find that that's the easiest way to actually pump it out. It's just like it's still pretty cool what I'm doing here, like choosing four different jokes of Billy or whatever <laughs> to actually pump out. <laughs> it's not like a typical thing that everyone gets to do.
2: Yeah, and it only... Honestly, it only takes one bit of good feedback to, you know, just remind me that, you know, this is why I do it. You yeah. I'll walk, yeah. past, walk past someone in the office and be like, I watched I watched this video yesterday. It was really good. I'd be like, oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like that that's like three months worth of, you know, you know, motivation
0: for me. So, yeah. You know. I, I love that about our yeah. jobs. Like the fact that, you know, no <laughs> one's, I, I feel like I slam accountants all the time, but like no one's going up to an accountant and going like, Fuck that spreadsheet was like, <laughs> like you man! Did, yeah. Those did you do Excel that? formulas were
2: <laughs> <a bit> unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know how you did that, but it's great. No one says
0: that. The way you manipulated that data into a pivot table, my god! Should, <laughs> should be in the loop. I
2: wasn't. I wasn't sold on this, but the conditional formatting just—it you know, <laughs> struck home so well with me. N- no one's ever said that before. Go. <laughs> Poor
1: accounts. Go around to random jobs, <laughs> random jobs, and give them a bit of love, a bit of feedback. Oh yeah. dear.
0: Maybe, maybe we should do that, um, Ethan. We're going back into the office for the first time um, <laughs> tomorrow. Maybe we should, tomorrow. we should just walk around to like HR and be like, "Hey, that survey you sent around, that was so <laughs> good. Like the questions were so well thought out. Thank you." <laughs> and then get fired. I'd
1: absolutely think you. take
0: it, this. <laughs> like it probably will. Be, we'll go on because that doesn't. Matter.
1: Um, we got some, some fan questions sent in, but I want to quickly go back to guests. Are there any other names that you can just rattle off of favourites? If you don't can't think of anything, it's fine, but I'm just genuinely curious and I'm sure our listeners are if there's any big, other big names that um, you've
2: met. There's a, there's a couple that that i would sort of watched growing up. Um, Wayne Brady's one because I was a big Who's Line oh. fan. He he came into the show once um, and That's probably unreal. Eric Idle as well because I'm a massive multi-Python fan, so... <laughs> Probably, no, probably those, those two that. stick out, you know, just to, you know, just to go home to like my old man and, you know, just have him be like, holy shit, you met, you met Eric Idle. I'm like, yeah. For about one and a half seconds I did, but.
0: <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it counted, so.
1: All right, <laughs> oh, we had a few fan questions sent in. This one was from our good friend Edwin. Jones. Oh, he, go. I think he's just taking the piss a bit though, because he knew one of our favorite, uh, one of our Questions was favourite bit of content, so he's asked you your least favourite bit of content, but I don't really know
2: if you can answer that. <laughs> uh, I certainly can, because because there's one that jumps to mind immediately is we were we were so hardcore on you know getting people on the website five years ago. I and I'm unashamed about this now, but I shat myself when I sort of realised when I did it was I in the 2016 grand final. I worked that day. And there was a, you know, we got an email at like 11 in the morning that the um, grand final sprint, the lineup had been tweaked. You know, someone had pulled out because they couldn't be fucked. You know, sure thing, that's fine. No one can be. Someone else had come in. And so the story that went on Triple M for about four and a half minutes before I got an urge and take it down was um, grand final light change. And there were about, (laughs) you know, I don't know how many thousand people saw it. It was well into the thousands. Before Fuck. I got there, dude, you got to take this down. That's not okay. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> shit, yeah, that's not okay. And that's probably it. And you know, a good learning curve because I went too far deep in trying to you know get people to click something and
0: yeah, you
2: know, lost my yeah.
0: way. Fuck, that's terrifying.
2: <laughs> oh, it was. Once I once I realised the gravity of what I'd done, and you know, checked uh, checked out Google Analytics and just seen how many people were viewing that story at that exact moment in time. How many oh, people? God you know, staring at their phones and be like, what well, the fuck's this about? And, you know, <laughs> I'm following triple M, and it's like, yeah, that's not great. So yeah. That's number one. That
1: that's a good answer. We'll take anything for that. It's a good answer. You, you gotta um,
2: you gotta take that in your stride, I think. You know, yeah. I, I can't It's so. five years ago, I can't dwell on it. So
0: you yeah, it's honestly better and, to make those mistakes as well. Because otherwise you you get further in and it's like Oh, she, you actually shouldn't be making those mistakes anymore. Well, whereas if you do it when you start off, you're like, okay, it's a bit of yeah,
2: like exactly. That was sort of like you know, you need that, you need that one big one. I think just to sort of set that off and change it, change your trajectory a bit. Because yeah, you know, I, I might have done ten similar stories before that on the website. You know, the sort of suckered people in and <laughs> given them exactly what they wanted, but that was the one that just sort of really tipped everything over
1: yeah um oh I'll cop that Edwin you'd probably send that in as a joke but now Ethan has to relive his trauma um (laughs) yeah I feel (laughs) great trauma (laughs) warning um was radio was radio something you've always been interested to work in
2: yeah um I did I did community radio when I was 16 um one of my one of my good mates Ben he was actually he was meant to get this job here before I did you know it was sort of sort of on that pathway and, you know it was just the ability to get hands on with something and you know produce something and talk about something and you know I always really enjoyed that alongside the you know the writing side of things so you know to have that in the bank is something i had done Particularly to particularly to walk into a building like I am now to say I've actually at least done something rather than nothing is you know was happy with that so and a good learning experience yeah. as well because it was at sin and you know everyone everyone who starts out there is brand new and has no idea what they're doing so you know there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of people from sin fm that have you know found their way into triple m some way so yeah
1: yeah um last one
2: any tips to land a gig with a radio station uh, i don't know about a radio station in, in, in particular but you know generally speaking I think and again as I just said you know put yourself out there and just you know again it sucks to say work for free but that was that was what I did you know when I was 16 17 18 you know and probably again while I was at uni and, you know to to have that to have that on a CV and to have that as you know proof on a job that you know a lot of I suppose a 20 year old well, i certainly didn't feel like i was qualified for but to have that on a cv was you know i think it was helpful because you don't want to be a you don't want to be a 21 22 year old walking out of uni who's never had any practical experience because you're just not going to be able to compete with the people that have for five or six years who have you know slogged away at this because that's what they want you've got to show people that you that you want it and i think to an extent i sort of did because i've done it voluntarily so yeah. Put yourself out there and, you know, give yourself every chance to succeed, you know, go do some community radio, do some writing for someone, um, create, you know, create an Instagram account, create a content catch up account. Not as good as this one, obviously, but, you know, that's, that's a sort of, that's the sort of proactivity that I think rewards people in the, in the long run.
0: I think that's such a good tip. Like everyone always asks us when, when they're coming, like, what can I do? What can I do? And it's like, Just go do something it's like number one talk you're like you're already doing something by talking to us that's great but go do something go to your local footy club and like film take photos like write something for them like anything you do is better than just sitting around going like i can't do anything
2: yeah well you totally can everyone can everyone can do something it's just a matter of what and how much
0: yeah So. so true
1: um there's no magical answer people I've got no.
0: one one quick one. Just do it just before we we um, wrap this up because our, our tight ass Zoom meeting is is coming to an end. Um, well, I'm, I'm seeing the countdown closing in. <laughs> Maybe we need to start like a GoFundMe for like a, a proper Zoom account. <laughs> um, where where do you think you, you said that di- like digital radio and digital radio content has changed so dramatically over like the last five years um, or in your time? What do you think is going to be the next big thing in in your space
2: Uh, um we've we've swerved a lot more into on-demand audio so that's probably that you know we've had we've had podcast one pop up in the last few years which is now listener and that's you know that's an app that's sort of it's almost spotify-esque in the sense that you know everything's sort of you know curated and you know profile just for you so you know if, if you want to if you want a sports section or if you want a, a sports you know feed for example you know it'll curate curate that for you so that's that's probably what it is as as opposed to the traditional radio which is so so linear and that's not a bad thing because you know radio is such a cultural and you know at heart massive part of you know the australian media landscape you know The technological advance of that, you know, and having it sort of on demand and you know being able to listen to stuff whenever you want is, you know, it seems to be where things are heading at the moment.
0: That is the answer we all needed. (laughs) I,
2: (laughs) that a real patronising. No, it wasn't.
0: No, because like it's 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 so cool to hear. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound patronising, but like that. that, (laughs) I'll just go fuck myself honestly. Okay, that's so cool. Um, I wasn't going to say it,
2: but Barks did. So you know,
0: (laughs) stuck (laughs) in. oh fuck. sorry uh <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll show myself no, you're fine here. You're fine. i'm, fine. I'm, I'm on, firing I'm myself from my own podcast um <laughs> no but like that that's cool to hear because i think like i mean me coming into this I, I probably wouldn't have thought that you know there's too much more growth in in some media, like a, but there clearly is like there's always going to be something else that's going to bring your work up even more um we talked about it, like the other day with nfts or whatever that shit is and like how that's going to change everything that happens in, in like a digital art space and so mm. fucking skies yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sorry i've I'm absolutely bumbled i've been thrown by my own like dickheadness yeah, so it like. wasn't that bad
1: like, it's just, it's just <laughs> it, my it, duty to make you feel a bit worse <laughs>
0: than it, was. it wasn't even bad
2: at all like i, I genuinely didn't feel Feel terrible
0: about it until box out of the body, <laughs> okay. and I was like, "Nah, we, we, we can totally uh, you it and and it and throw you up." <laughs> start a, a fucking fight on the, at the end of the podcast. Um, you mate, sure? thank you so much for for jumping on. Um, you, we we know you had a, a big day yesterday working, and then watching the D's just on their way to their their premiership this year. So, really appreciate you jumping on this morning and and having a yeah. chat and giving us a, a like a really big insight into the world of digital and digital radio. So, thanks, Heap. Um, We Hopefully, we can get you back someday and you can tell us a little bit more. Yeah,
2: no, always been a pleasure, mate. So, happy to do it.
0: Well, Michael, apart from you absolutely like just throwing me under the bus at the end there, that was a very (laughs) insightful chat.
1: I think it was great because you didn't actually sound that patronizing. Um, I just thought I'd throw in a bit of a a giggle and then all of a sudden it became... Like you got you, offended?
0: You fucking threw me. Like I was, I was lost after that. I couldn't come back. You couldn't.
1: You were like me on Sunday mornings. Not yeah, not being able to speak. Which I'm going pretty well. I reckon I spoke spoke very well for a Sunday morning. S-
0: smoked very well. Actually, I spoke. <laughs> <laughs> w-
1: what
0: compliance. about you on a Saturday night when we were in the Uber and you you were trying to work out how you say struck? Yeah, like- and you said stroked.
1: Yeah, no, I wear that. I think it still makes yeah. sense though. Someone struck me and
0: struck me the wrong struck, way. Struck struck me, <laughs> you reckon. Yeah. Um, this is a good segue into one of our favorite segments. Um and it wouldn't be Sunday morning without it. Egg of the week. I didn't have Egg some eggs
1: this week. morning. I, I wish I did, but um, Egg
0: of the Week. Egg of the week. I'm gonna kick this one off because Michael. Yes, Julian. And listeners out there. There, are, there are a couple of things you need um, to record a podcast, um, and even Brad can understand this one. But you need some headphones. You Excellent. need a re- a recording device, so that laptop. You need some sort of camera, and you need a fucking microphone. Go oh, on, right here. Which you, can you hear? Which one? <laughs> so, Barks, where's your microphone?
1: Well, it's right here, actually. Why isn't it connected? (laughs) It's in your study. It's in your room. You're right. It's at your feet, probably, Jules.
0: Yeah, I've got two adapters now. So you know, you're a bit of an egg. That's fair enough. Maybe you've just thought about that before we invite a guest on. Maybe just get your um, your audio sorted out. Yeah,
1: I'll wear that. And it's good you egged me because guess who I'm egging back.
0: Uh, here we go. It's yourself. Here we go. In the I12. What have I done? I don't know
1: how many times I need to ask you for your audio for this podcast so I can make the YouTube oh, version. Yeah, but so bad. you have done it, I'm going to say three times, where you literally export it with nothing. There is no audio. You sent me a file this week with nothing. For a bloke that does a yeah. weekly podcast, you don't even know how to export your audio properly yet.
0: You're the egg. I've just been. I've been fucking battling, haven't I? Yeah, uh, that's 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 actually so fair. Um, I um, yeah, yeah. You're I don't know idiot. what else to say about that. No, it's fair enough. I am sometimes a big idiot. you
1: can't. Sometimes you can't explain it. You just stupidity takes over.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I've got What about boss actually. of the week? Sorry, oh, you got another quick, egg? Quick
1: egg. Um, oh, quick share screen because we know. I'm sure, you saw this April, W B and F. Was it Harold Oh son? yeah. Yeah. So people that uh, are listening to this podcast. Um, Harold's son, April WBNF made a and Grace Egan, Carlton players. Photo pictured, uh, photo, pictured you jinx I was going to while...
0: go. Sunday.
1: Anyway, they got a photo on the, whatever carpet they call it. And the caption is Madison Posparkas and her guest. It's not a guest. She's an AFLW player.
0: So here the on You're the Egg. Yeah. I mean, Grace Egan actually featured it like in the vote count as well. I think she got like seven or eight votes. Yeah. So Yeah, uh, you'd probably want to know some players that's going on. Yeah, you'd think about it. Might help. I, there was another one actually where they got the two Hosking sisters mixed up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was the Daily uh, Mail, I think.
0: Eggham as well. Just be better. It's not hard. It's a quick Google. It's not you hard. I don't know. It's not. Um, um, let's jump into boss because you've got three minutes. About three we're minutes. everyone, we're fucking on a time schedule here. I like it. It feels fa-
1: fast paced. Good energy. Good, good vibe. It's just like it's a speed talk. it will just keep talking like this.
0: Boss of the week. The boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. of the week. Have you got a boss?
1: I've got a boss of the week. Quick one at baseball. Um. This kid cost this player, um, a catch. So the kid catches it. Oh, but he's the player's the boss. Cause he can't help, but to respect it. He just fist bumps him up <laughs> after he looks disappointed. <laughs> so this kid in the crowd catches the ball, but it costs obviously the player catching it. Um, he looks, the player sort of looks annoyed, but then he just fist bumps the kid and they share a nice laugh.
0: I, um. This is uh, it's pretty wholesome. You can't be too angry at that, can you? But <laughs> I also love how that during this screen share, you've left your DMs up as a flex. Oh,
1: sorry about that. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's someone from Bleacher Report who's ignored my DM about being a guest.
0: <laughs> um,
1: anyway, um, do you have a boss?
0: i got a quick boss. Um, not not just a non-sport related one, but our, our friend, your boss, um, Minty, has finally stop living at a motel so congratulations mint you're, you're my boss, boss of the week for <laughs> for um, for getting a, a, an apartment sorted. so well done welcome to civilization so quick
1: quick uh quick recap to that um uh, yes yeah, Stephen minty as he's known has been traveling down from Ocean Grove and basically living out of a motel because it's just the nuisance to drive and he finally got an apartment so
0: good boss well done yeah Good well shit. All right, let's uh, let's wrap that up. Oh, so, yeah, well, you're probably wondering why we had Ethan on today instead of Camille, like we <sighs> promised, but uh, he's dogged us, so almost worthy of an egg. But no, no Camille, all right. I think next week, I think we've actually got him this time, hopefully. If not, one of us will just pretend to be him. Okay. I think that's just the way we've got to do it now. No,
1: that's fair enough. We I- could just get
0: anyone on and say it is Camille, really.
1: <laughs> Talk about Chicago Bulls content. Yeah um no he he was very apologetic and uh, we can't wait to talk to him and i think it'll be yeah uh, worth the wait so we're happy to wait multiple weeks because it will be worth it
0: it'll be worth it okay <laughs> that's it from us thank you everyone for tuning in we hope you enjoyed the chat with ethan as always please like follow share our content so we can get rich one day (laughs) or die trying Um, (laughs) and get a paid zoom account be great (laughs) get get a paid zoom account we're starting we're thinking maybe we should start an OnlyFans and like show a little bit of nip and we can get start getting some dollars in
1: no on that note all right we're done here thank you see ya. all right i'm gone bye thanks bye